Welcome to the Beachy Moondoom Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. So, we're on to chapter five today. We are. Um, and it seems to be a little bit of a turning point, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, sort of like he's he's done the intro now. Yep. Chapters one through four were kind of an intro. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like he's kind of diving in to the next part of his book. Right. Did you have any initial thoughts? Well, I did. It? I mean, I uh, as, as happens to me sometimes, I did get uh, the image of Keys on a key ring. So hmm. um, as I got through this chapter and I thought, oh, I think I'm picking up keys as I go along. So I've picked up two oh, keys. I like that. Okay. I've picked up two keys. One key, which I say every podcast, so I'll say it again, this podcast, <laughs> you can do nothing without God. <laughs> that's one thing that's key. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and it, if I, as long as I'm chanting that to myself, you know, I'm hopeful it'll stick, you know, like, so I know that. And then the second thing, the, the second key that I think is really important is um, he talks about trusting in the word of Jesus, word, capital W. And so, um, and I think that that also is key to have um, at your ready uh, scripture or um, things um, that the Lord has told us. Um, as a way to combat those thoughts and those voices in our head that like to um, to tell us quite the opposite of truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really liked how he kind of, he glosses over those thoughts, right? So he yeah. says, um, you know, they can come from a variety of places, our own self, the right. culture. But then he says, it doesn't really matter where they're coming yeah. from, where those negative thoughts are mm-hmm. coming from. Right, yeah, he kind of that was interesting, which which intrigued me because mm-hmm. if you read a lot of um, you know s- self help style books or uh, leadership books, a lot of times they will get into why do you feel this way or why do right. you think these negative things or why, and he kind of just glosses over that. No, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, um, where they're coming from. What matters is mm-hmm. right. What matters is that you have built up the word of God mm-hmm. in your own life right. that, to combat them. Right, exactly. Um, which really is intriguing. Like, don't worry so much about the origin. Worry about what you're going to use to combat it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think it's important even as we, um, as, as people, as we come together or come in each other's company to be able to um, arm ourselves with the word of God um, mm-hmm. to help our neighbor even, oh, yeah. you know, not just ourselves, but sometimes, you know, when, when, when you're struggling or in turmoil, I know this for myself, I may not reach for the word of God. I'm too much in the, in the mud of what's going on. But if somebody else who's, you know, on the, the edge of the mud can pull me out, you know, then that's, I think, very helpful. Yeah. You know, they, if they know the word of God and they can speak it to me, mm-hmm. um, remind me, you know, of who he is, then that's, that's helpful, I think. Yeah. And he even says, he says the, um, let me find the, the line here where he talks about the word. He says, when the Lord affirms that he gives us peace, that he gives us his peace, these words are divine words, words which have the same creative force 
as the words that brought the sky and the earth from the void. They carry the same weight as the words that quieted the storm, the words that healed the sick and brought the dead back to life. Wow. And I thought, whoa. So when we're memorizing scripture, yeah. when we're holding on to that and bringing that forth, when the Holy Spirit inspires us to, re- to remember that verse yeah. and put that verse into action, it is a creative force. For it's sure. not just empty vocabulary, mm-hmm. right? I can use mm-hmm. fancy words, and it's good sometimes to increase your vocabulary to grow and your ability to express ideas. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about the very word of God right. that is that can dispel darkness, mm-hmm. that can bring healing, that that has this yeah, creative force behind it that's not our own. Right. 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 And I, I just really liked that imagery. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. if you're gonna come to the battle, you better come with scripture. Right. And didn't <laughs> in that in that what uh the Lord did. I mean, when he went into the desert. Oh yeah. Good uh, he point. combated um Satan with um scripture. You know, he didn't get oh, yeah. into a conversation with him. Mm-mm. Um, which uh, you know, is is never helpful. Um, but he simply recited um, scripture and uh, and that was enough. Yeah, and what a great example. I mean, he's so I love that you bring that up. He's there in the desert. The devil tempts him, and he's uh, you know make this stone into bread. And he says, "Man is not meant to live on bread alone." Right. We can take that scripture and right. on fasting days yeah. when we see that piece of cake that we want, For right? Sure. And we start that dialogue, whether exactly. it be Satan that inspires it or our own fallenness or our own habits, right? But right. that dialogue starts. You and I have talked mm-hmm, about that before. Mm-hmm. Like you start engaging with yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, I could just have a slice. Right. I mean, slice is not that much, right? Or or just a lick, right? Yeah. Just a taste yeah. of the icing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know? yeah. And then um, really that's the moment when you bring out scripture. Man For is sure. not live, meant to live by bread alone. Mm-hmm. Irregardless of where that thought is, that negative thought is coming mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. dispel it. With for sure, for sure. You know? And I think that even as you say that, you know, what that makes me think of is, well, what is man made to live on? I mean, it can get your mm-hmm. mind off of that. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, and on, uh, and, and, you know, just take you down a different path than thinking about quelling your desire for the piece of cake. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you can get into a, 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 a long pronounced uh, thing of, discussing with yourself all of the reasons why, you right. know, maybe the Lord didn't tell you to give up the cake. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Something that, um, you know, that I love, uh, too, about this um, is that, you know, truth just, it doesn't change. You know, in order for it mm. to be truth, it doesn't change. Um, and, the, you know, there's there's nothing that we have to worry about it changing. Um uh, it's the same yesterday, uh, the same today, and the same tomorrow. And I think that that, for me, is um, is a comfort because uh, we live in a world where it's so difficult to see the truth or to know the truth Yeah. Um, because the words and the language that we're using uh, is veiled and uh, meant to be... Um, you know, meant to be so, um, to convince us of, of things that, that, that are said to be truth, but really aren't. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's a way I think even to toy with our reason and, uh, what we think is reasonable. And so, you know, to know that, that there is uh, truth in the word of Jesus and that one can go to it and it's, uh, it's not going to change is really like a, a solid ground with which to stand on. Oh, yeah. And also when you think about the um, 
how rapidly changing everything is right now, yeah. right? You wake up and something on the news has completely changed the way you live, For right? sure. Whether that be, um, you know, more more times you, you're wearing your mask or yeah. more information coming out on how to stay healthy and, yep. you know, all these things. That yes. are just sort of, your life changes overnight. And uh, and I like that you you talk about that firm ground. I think yeah. of the parable of of the man who builds his house on rock versus mm-hmm. the one who builds his house on sand. Mm-hmm. When we have our house, our mind, our heart built around Scripture, yeah, then things can change around us every day, and it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't mean that the pain or the difficulty goes away. Right. right? It doesn't mean that it's not difficult when you wake up and your life has changed in an right. instant. Right. But what it does mean is we'll be okay because we haven't placed our hope For sure. in the wrong thing. For sure. And I think that, um, you know, even if we look at the crucifix, which we, we um, spoke about doing, you know, uh, back when um, this pandemic began and we had our toolbox, when we th- speak about looking at the crucifix, uh, it's, a, it's a clear s- sign, a clear uh, truth in and of itself mm-hmm. that um, suffering um, uh, has uh, has its um, has meaning. Yeah, and um, and we no longer um, suffer uh, without meaning uh, a death, but we actually um, suffer with a great deal of meaning, and that leads to life. Yeah, and so um, and there's a great deal of power uh, in that. Uh, when you can, uh, you know, when our Lord um, suffered, um, died, and then rose, I mean, that's a that's a powerful um, message for us, you know, that that our sickness um, has been healed, right? And um, and there is there is life, you know, albeit, you know, we have to suffer, but that suffering is just participating in uh, the greater suffering that he has already gone through. And that's, you know, that's something to be joyful about, um, even though, you know, I am confident none of us likes to suffer. <laughs> right. I mean, they said the saints did like to suffer, but... <laughs> <laughs> the verdict's Maybe still out on that. Maybe it was Maybe they did and they didn't, right? <laughs> but, um, but that, that, you know, I think that that's just, that's a powerful message and uh and not one that's easily lived of mm-hmm. course but i think that the more we walk with the lord the more we trust him the more he shows himself to be trustworthy yes yes you know i think that our experience of lived life is that people let us down you know and that's that's human you know right. but the lord never lets us down as a matter of fact the more we trust him the greater he reveals himself. Yeah. Uh, there is no letdown. You yeah. can don't be afraid to trust in the Lord. Um, and then, of course, to um, if if suffering uh, should befall you, to um, to uh, turn to the Lord, to the to the crucifix, and and uh, you know enter into uh, that healing. Yeah. That's there. Yeah, and the greater the greater we trust, the greater the peace, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But not peace, and he makes that right. clear in this chapter. Right. He talks about how it's not the peace that the world says mm-hmm. is peaceful, meaning no distractions, nobody no around sorrow. us is annoying, <laughs> no sorrow, right? Things are just going right. perfect for us. Right. Um, but he says it's the Lord's peace, yeah, which is very different, um, but also much more deeply rooted. Um, 
And and that's why I love he has this line that's kind of stark in this chapter where mm-hmm. he says, all the reasons that cause us to lose our sense of peace are bad reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? And he's kind of, I think, laying the ground for work for what's to come as he starts approaching all these different situations that can cause us to lose our peace. Right, right. But he's saying that, you know, the things of the world yeah. that cause us, they're, they're not good reasons. Right. Um, because right. because we, if we are in the peace of Christ, then we won't lose peace no matter what happens outside of it. Exactly, because, uh, you know, it reminds me of the reading, oh, I'm going to paraphrase and I hate to do that, but um, I don't know, is it Paul who says it? Um, what can keep us from yes, the Lord? from the love can, of Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. can distractions and sorrows and sufferings and whatever. Uh, right. He goes on to say, I won't give any more because that'll really be paraphrasing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it reminds me of that because really, you know, uh, if as we go through this book, he could offer any number of things that can cause us unrest. Um, but at the end of the day, it would be the unrest of the world. Right. It's not, nothing will um, be able to shake the foundation of truth, that rock, which is Christ. Uh, it is truth. And once one knows it, has trusted it, trusted in it, and believes it, what could be, yeah. what could befall one uh, that would take that? Nothing, because it can't right. be changed. Right. And I think that, you know, speaks so much to our times right now because think about the last, you know, six months and how, like, everything has changed, right? The way that we shop, Mm -hmm. the way that we Mm -hmm. interact with other people, the way that we do our jobs, the way that we interact with technology. I mean, the amount of rapid change that happened in the last six months, Mm -hmm. and yet... If if we're rooted in Christ, we have nothing to be concerned about, right? right? Like we can still have peace amidst all of that crazy change, right? <laughs> because because the peace that we have is that we have God, yeah. And God hasn't changed. See, that's no. what's so beautiful about it. The Lord hasn't changed, even with masses having to be no longer public for a time, mm-hmm. and even in you know, going to the Eucharist and we're all wearing masks and Mm -hmm. masks looks different. God hasn't changed. Right. Right. God is still the faithful, merciful, loving Mm -hmm. God that Mm -hmm. we can trust Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And once you have that, it doesn't mean that the hardships that come aren't difficult. Right. And and I don't think Jacques Philippe in this book is belittling any of the reasons that do cause us to stress. But what he's saying is once you have the pearl of great price, once Mm -hmm. you have Jesus Christ, then... Nothing else can really deter us from losing that deep sense of right. um, really having it all, but not in the way the world sees it, mm-hmm. right? But in the truest sense, like when you have Jesus, you have everything. For sure. Um, well, that's good. So let's. I'm excited to start diving into his, you know, his different examples yeah. and and such that he gives. So I hope everyone who's listening is enjoying our little reflections on it. And uh, if you haven't gotten the book, we encourage you to do that. Yeah. Um, but even if not, you know, don't feel like you have to. You could just listen, and we. I think we kind of cover all, most yeah. of it. So. <laughs> so small, we've said all but two words. Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just read it. Read it to the person. Um, so, well, good. Well, until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com. 
or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Beachy Window. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you. We look forward to talking with you soon.